0: Welcome back to the University of Young Entrepreneurs. I'm Brennan C. Adams and today's show, let's talk about what we're thankful for. Happy Thanksgiving, everyone. And, you know, I recently did a blog about being thankful and telling people you love them. And even in my last podcast show and my mother, I haven't told her that I love her enough or, or tell her that I appreciate everything she's done for me. And I talk about my dad a lot. Um, because I mean there's a lot of things in business he has taught me but uh, I want to kind of tell my story I want to I want to talk about my family I want to talk about my journey and some of the things ups and downs that that can really make you think about how you can be thankful for the little things and I think so many times people they get so caught up into what they don't have versus what they have and I've come to realize like just realizing what you have and just being appreciative for that will make you live a happier life and it help you get more things. But just know, like for one, if you live in the U S you have a lot better life than the most in other foreign countries. If you have a roof over your head, you're living well. If you have dinner on the table, like you're living well. Um, so I think a lot of us, just the simple things in life, we we take for granted and we don't appreciate it. So kind of go back into my story, just growing up. I mean, I know I've talked about this quite a bit, but uh, for me, I mean, I grew up in a small town in Northeast Iowa, Garneville, Iowa, and you got the mom and pop shops. Um, actually, I was just eating at Thomas Dairy Bar, which I just said to the person, the waitress there, her name's Beth, and I said, one of the things I look forward to when I come back to the hometown is going and having breakfast there. Like one of the big things, I I love it. I love going up there, having breakfast and just seeing the people that come in that I've known growing up. It's that small town atmosphere and I enjoy that. And in our small town, I mean, growing up, that's all I knew. I didn't really know much outside of Garnerville, Iowa, the, the town of 750 people. We would go to Dubuque, Iowa, which is, I don't even know what the population is there, less than a hundred thousand. I thought that was a big city. Um, and then when you think Des Moines, I'm like, wow, that's even bigger. But even going back and forth and now in my life, traveling the country and seeing different places, like it's always good to go back home and you, you enjoy the, the memories that you have and the things that for me, that I experienced in my family. And, and everything they gave me. And a lot of people don't realize, Like for you growing up, just remember, the things that happened to you, whatever happened to you, good or bad, it, it structured you into who you are today. So be thankful for that, because you are formed into the person you are, and for me, I've formed into the person I wanna be, and I'm continuing to form into that person, but it's because of my childhood, because of what's gone on in my life, so I thank my parents. I thank my dad for, for being there. And he would take me on ice routes. I would sling ice down, uh, the truck and we would go. I remember 4th of July, always go and buy fireworks. We'd buy like the most fireworks, um, you could get. And on one 4th of July, we, we said it was my birthday. We told the guy to get a discount. And I think I got like a thousand dollars worth of fireworks. Uh, no joke. And like we would shoot them out for days. Um, that's one memory I had of my father. He would take me hunting. He would take me on the river. Um, we grew up, I mean, five minutes away from the Mississippi River. Um, he just taught me some good principles and he really, truly, um, he loved me. And he always, he was doing things for me and for our family too. And then my mom, I remember when she would take me on the bank trips. And she would take me because a bank, local bank that she worked at would do trips. We would go to, I think we'd been to the Milwaukee Zoo. We've been to, I can't even know what other ones, but they, we went to different places. Chicago once, and she did that. I know another thing, like I've always been competitive and be the best, so when I was going through middle school or even elementary, we had these contests where you would have like 100 multiplication problems. Uh, maybe this is elementary, um, 100 multiplication problems, and everybody in the class would do it. And if you got them all right, you would get a like some kind of treat or something. For me, like I was competitive. So like I would make my mom like sit up with me late at night and like go through flashcards and everything else to help me get better at doing that. And like these little things form into who I am, and I'm very thankful they did that. And and also, I mean, I always talk about how I had a speech impediment when I was a kid. Uh, my parents put me through speech class, which I fucking hated by the way. Uh, but looking back on it helped me, but what really helped me become a better speaker was myself, just practicing in front of the mirror and doing the things that I needed to to become a great speaker. And then I would always go, I did sports, I did football, played football, um, basketball, ran track, did golf a few years. I, uh, I I did different fundraisers, did Boy Scouts early on, did all kinds of things. And, and again, my family was there to support me and I'm thankful for the, what they did because now it's it's allowed me to live the life that I live today. And then fast forward, I go into college and college was different for me. I mean, I always say like my first semester, I got a 1.68 GPA, if I dropped out, I literally, I got the freedom and I just started drinking, doing drugs and, and doing crazy shit, because I mean, that's what I thought college is about. And I didn't realize that I had to like go to class and I thought I could just easily pass the exams. Well, it didn't work that way. I learned that real quick. But my college experience was, was different. And it was, uh, it was interesting. It was fun. Did crazy things. But again, it goes back to when I read the book Think and Go Rich. And one other thing I'm thankful for is when Cactus Jack Berenger came to, came to the Iowa State University to come speak. And I mean, I, I love it because I go speak now at Iowa State University, but Jack came and spoke and he talked about, I was in the front of the, the whole like 300 people. Actually, I was there ten minutes early, and I actually talked to him about deer hunting briefly before, and just showing pictures of bucks, everything else. But uh, Jack, he, what he did is he talked about the book "Think and Go Rich," and he said it's a great book; everybody should read it. And uh, after he spoke, I I helped him take his stuff to his um, to his vehicle, um, and I'd got his card, and I'd follow up afterwards. But I'm thankful that Jack had come into my life to share with me about that book because that impact he made on me and that book made on me is going to impact billions in my lifetime. Um, so it's amazing how that one thing could change everything. And I'm thankful that I was able to get him as a mentor. So let's go to Arctic Stick where I had the idea for Arctic Stick and uh, I wanted to take it to market. I, I had the idea, I wanted to implement it, I wanted to go forward because... Like, I'm the kind of guy, hey, I'm going to do this. You can't stop me. You guys can make fun of me, but you just watch me. I was lucky to have Jack on early to be my mentor that I I worked with. And I go through, so I graduated in 2012. And that summer, I worked at family ice business. I sold real estate on the side. And I was developing Arctic Stick. And then I got to... And this were part of my life, and I'm really going to get to the part where being thankful for what you have. So, I started corporate. Um, I had the opportunity to take a manager position working for Arctic Glacier Ice um, in Dubuque, Iowa, and it's you know it scared me to take go out of my comfort zone because I always just wanted to work in the ice business, have the freedom, and take over my dad's company. And I saw an opportunity to take a position where I could manage a lot of people, and. uh, Get some good experience. That is priceless. And for me, like, I had just bought a house. I just moved back to my hometown, work in the ice business. And, uh, for me, I was gonna have to, like, go out of my comfort zone. I was gonna have to stay in Dubuque, Iowa, hour away from my hometown for a while. And I was gonna have to work in a corporate structure and manage people and, and be in a different, like, atmosphere. So I took it. It scared me, but I took it. Um, I took, uh, the job and I moved forward and I worked my way up, I grinded. I, I got too much into the work like zone. Like literally I was working from from like anywhere my wake up would be 5 a.m, 4:30, 5 a.m to like sometimes 1011 and I did that consistently and I always worked and even on the weekends and I lost track of my family, well even more importantly, my friends too. I, I didn't talk to my friends as much because I was always working because I wanted to make the most money in the shortest period of time. And I thought I was doing things right, but really I was working in the wrong ways. I wasn't working smart. It was burning me out and I was trying to micromanage everybody and I wanted to do everything myself, which you as a human being can only do so much. Um, you can only do so much. And I got to a weird point in my life where I'm like, what the hell am I doing? Like, is this even worth it? And it was one day where my life was changed forever. And, and the series of things that happened to me that made me realize I wasn't happy in that point of my life and that I wanted change and that it didn't matter if I had a billion dollars in the bank. Money doesn't matter. What matter in life are the small things, love, family, friends, um, experiences. So it was a hot day in July. It was July 23rd, 2013, and I remember this day very, very specifically, very, I mean, clear to me. So I was in Ames, Iowa in the morning. I, I remember going and getting uh, coffee at Dunkin' Donuts and a sandwich. I drove to, to West Des Moines, uh, and I what I did is I got in the warehouse, and I had to go take a ice truck to to his Polk County days. And started my day, it was a busy time of the year. And what I did is uh, I had to load this truck. The pallet jack was dead. I had to use a hand jack, which with the pallet ice that's a lot. And this truck was at incline, so I had to push it up an incline. It was a lot of work. And for me, like I'm in shape. Like this was a lot of work. So I loaded the truck up, got it going, and it was so fucking hot that day. I was sweating so bad. And I was uh, driving down the road. I had my earpiece in because I usually did calls. And I was driving towards, it was Polk City. And, and I got a couple calls. One driver called me. And one driver said, hey, uh, got a problem with a customer here. And I said, okay, I'll call you back. I'll take care of it. And then another thing, uh, my dad called me. And he said, a truck broke down, Brennan. Um, I don't know what the fuck we're going to do. It's busy and basically tell me what was going on. And then another person called me and just started like, hey, Brandon, you need to get this done. Like, this is your responsibility. Like, all these things were coming at me. And I literally was, my brain was a fucking mush. Like, I was put up against a wall and like, how the hell am I going to get out of this day? And that day, it was like one of the worst days I felt like in my life. And I'm hot, I'm stressed. I'm going on, like, continuous three to four hours of sleep every night, and I just felt like I was about to fucking die. Like, my my willpower is gone. And, anyways, so my sight got blurry as I'm driving down the road. I pulled over and put it in park, and my body locked up, and I literally, like, I went into, like, a seizure slash, like, breakdown slash hysterical um, crying and hypoventilating, and pain in my stomach. And my body completely reacted to me and my mind was taken over by the the actions of what I felt, the pain. And it was one of the most painful and undescribable things I could ever um, say to you. And so anyways, I finally, I had my earpiece in and my secretary called me and you know, I felt like I was gonna die at that moment. Um, and they say, like, when you, you're at that point, like, you think about who you love. And for me, like, I thought of my dad right away. I thought about my dad because he meant a lot to me in that time with the business and everything else. And uh, I'm I'm sitting there on the line with my secretary. And I said to her, Sandy, I said, Sandy, tell my dad I love him. Tell him I love him. and And just let him know if anything happens to me, I love him. And I'm sitting there like crying and like about to pass out. Like I'm just, it's like things just slowed down and made me think about what really mattered. Clearly it was my dad, it was my family, but I didn't show that the previous months. And the ambulance came, they got me. Um, I survived the day. And late that night I was sitting in the warehouse and... It was 11:30 at night, and I was alone. I had nobody that loved me, or that I at least thought, anyways. I had no person that was there for me to call, um, no girlfriend. I was alone, and I thought to myself, "Is it worth it for me to do all this work and to work my ass off?" And let's say. If I were a millionaire or had all the money I thought that I wanted and all the material things and all that, at that point, is, is that what I really am working for? To be there sitting alone in a warehouse by myself and, and no person to call, uh, nobody to talk to because every time they wanted to do something to me, I was working? Is that the kind of life that I wanted to live? Is that something that is worth fighting for? And and no, it wasn't. Um, and that day, I didn't forget. And fast forward, I still did the work, and I ended up taking a river trip um, to Winona, Minnesota. Which, by the way, I'm driving there now because that's where my girlfriend <laughs> lives. Um, but uh, Winona, Minnesota. And I spent time with my friends, and it was uh, Cody Brando Luke Clevish I had uh, Lee, Michael Smith. I had uh, who else is with us? We had a group of people. Um, and we had fun and we, uh, we went to a bar and I, I I said, give me five shots. And, uh, a girl on the side, uh, says, make it six. I look over this good looking girl and I'm like, I looked at her. I looked at the bartender. I said, make it six. And the girl that, that said that and had taken a shot with us was, uh, Samantha Rosine, who's my girlfriend now. And I, uh, I got talking to her and we got talking and like, I'm so glad I asked for a number. Like, I'm like, Hey, can I get your number? And I got it. And then like, we didn't see each other again. Um, that night and the next day I text her and she was on a plane going back to Florida because that's Orlando is where she was living. Um, so I was texting her and, um, again, it's part of my life when I was working, everything else and the next few weeks and even month, I started to talk to her and I would be at events all across Iowa. I'd be working all the time and I have somebody in between my drives, my commutes, I'd talk to. And we talked about life. We talked about just our experiences, our past relationships. We talked about um, things we wanted, our beliefs. And it was like somebody at the other side of the world that we could like be friends with. And I, It's like became my fr- best friend and I even would say to her on the phone, it's like, wow, it's so weird. Let's feel like I've known you forever and like really good friends. And like, I, I enjoy talking to you. And, and during that time, we're talking and everything else. But then another thing happened in my life. And I said that Lee Michael Smith was with us on that, on that trip. And she had met him. Um, literally, it was, it was almost exactly a month later. Um, I woke up one day to a phone call that said, Brandon, your friend Lee was was killed in a car accident. And I, I was like, wow, like what? What are you talking about? Dad, what, what are you, why would you say something like that? So I hung up and I'm freaking out. So I call Lee and I call him, no answer, voicemail. Call him again, no answer. Call again, no answer. Call again, no answer. And then I call my mom. And my mom said, I'm sorry, Brandon, your friend was killed in a car accident and he passed away this morning. And at that moment, I thought about a week earlier when we were all playing cards together on a dock house and we were just bullshitting and all having a good time, but I I thought about that last moment, and I thought about, God, I wish I would've said, like, said different things. I wish I would've, like, I don't know, I wish it would've ended differently, and his life was gone instantly, killed instantly, 21 years old, and for me, it was a time in my life that I was like, he's gone, he's a good friend, he's gone, but also, for me, I, I thought about, wow. Life is short. You know how many times I should have died because I woke up in the ditch from being tired and driving? I started playing the blame game. I started thinking, like, why? Why? Why was it me? Um, and I started realizing, like, what is this life about? What are we here for? Is it meant to be? Like, why would would God take away this, this kid? Why would he get killed? Why, why am I working all this, this time for somebody else's dream? What the fuck am I doing with my life? And I didn't get it. I didn't understand. Um, so I, it really made me think about what meant the most to me. And so that happened. Uh, went through the wake, hard thing. When you go and see a 21-year-old kid in a coffin and he looks like he's sleeping. Um, it's not something you want to do. And then you go and say you're sorry to his mother and sign your fucking name on that thing for being there. And go and get the fuck out. And then that night I drank myself drunk. And, uh... So that happened. And fast forward some time. That was September 27th. Got into October. And then I ended up driving down November 15th. To to go down and see Samantha Rosine in Orlando. I saw her. And, uh we are good friends, I was gonna bring her back, and like we had talked, and like this is, like we had a three month like friendship kind of thing, talking every day on Skype. And and we, like I remember going up to the door, and I was so nervous. Like you know how people are nervous before they go on stage? Like I was nervous shaking as I went to the front door, because I'm like oh my God, what if she doesn't like me? What if she sees me in person and she's like, she's not into me, or whatever it was. I'm sitting in front of the door. I ring the doorbell. She opens the door. And this is the first time I had seen her in real person since when I first met her at that bar. And I was speechless. I was like deer in the headlight look. And I'm like, hey. And she, we both were nervous. And like she hugged me and then she kissed me. And then like instantly I'm like, holy shit, I'm fucked. (laughs) I knew like I was like, holy shit, I'm in love. But that moment, uh, I mean, that is when I realized like this is what life's about. Having somebody like that to be thankful for, to have in love. And so fast forward, we, we go, we move back. I take her to Minnesota. I move her to her sister's place and then I end up moving her to her own place in Minnesota. And then um, she so had saw me working in corporate, and they saw me leave corporate. I left corporate one day because I'm like, "Fuck this shit! Uh, I'm not gonna live somebody else's dream. I'm gonna do my own thing." And and that's when I had the idea to start a product development company. And this is back in 2014. And I was so confident about what I could do, and I was so like determined to make this multi-million-dollar company that invests in ideas that would make hundreds of millions of dollars. And I got all this money lined up. I I had everything picked out. And I told my girlfriend, I said, I love you. I want you to join me. I want you to be a part of this. Let's start this company together. I want to get you out of Minnesota. Let's go to Des Moines, Iowa. Let's start this company. We go. She believes in me, she believes in me more than ever. We go to Des Moines, and I, the last minute, turned down the money I had. Gave up the idea. Dropped it. Because my gut feeling told me not to do it. And that was another low point in my life. And I was like, what the fuck am I going to do? What am I going to do? Uh, I didn't know how I was going to pay my bills. I, I felt like I was a letdown to my girlfriend. I was a loser. A fucking failure to her. I let everybody down. I felt like I wasn't worthy. I wasn't fucking important. And... That was very low point for me. And I was at like a do or die. Like I need to figure shit out. I could sit here and fucking cry about it. Or I could figure out a way to get myself out of this. And I got back to thinking of the book, Thinking You're Rich. You got to think your way out of whatever you got to do to get to the next step. When you really start to think, like sit down and think. I know it takes time, but think very smart with what you're going to do. And I started thinking, I made a pivot and we got, I got into crowdfunding. Did a crowdfunding campaign, raised a bunch of money, and then started working. I was doing commercial work, uh, acting on the side. I was doing making money here and there. I was running the ice business, doing whatever I did to make ends meet. That's when I got to my December 31st of 2014, I set the New Year's resolution that I want to become the top in the crowdfunding industry. I want to be the best in product development, taking products to market. And I sat out all of 2015 doing that. I did that and I was traveling the country every week. I was flying everywhere. I was going on TV left and right. And I wasn't getting paid to go on TV. I went on TV because I knew I needed to build up my name and credibility. And I knew I had to become a celebrity in my industry. I did all this hard work and what I started to do is I started working a lot, which I did the right things to build my brand, but I did what I did in corporate. I worked so much, I lost focus on my friends, my family, and most importantly I lost focus on my girlfriend Samantha. And it was hard for her and it was we she was trying to handle everything. And I, I would be home and I wouldn't even be home. I'd be in my computer, I'd be in the phone. I was worried about the next step because I needed to make the money. And I lost Lost focus on her. And she ended up leaving me because of it. Um, she left me. Uh, it was uh, actually almost two days. I remember moving her out um, two years after we had met November 15th of 2015. And that was like a fucking another kick in the stomach. Like another low point to me. And I started looking at my life. And the day that she moved out was a day. It was a weird... Very weird day because she had moved out, but it was a day that I had Arctic Stick hit market. Uh, it was a day like I was seen on TV. I had launched my crowdfunding campaign for Young Entrepreneur Convention. I had been seen all across the country on Pandora ads for an ad I did. I had all these things, and I was able to see my product hit market. And I always say like Arctic Stick's the most important thing. Arctic Stick's the most important thing. You know what? Arctic Stick wasn't the most important thing, and I I got what I had always wanted, but I had lost what I had. I'd lost what really meant the most to me. And it was a great lesson for me that, again, your family and loved ones are the ones that mean the most. No material things, no money can replace that. And I lost her and it took me another eight months to get her back. And I went through to my successes. Um, I started seeing success. I've had a, a large event happen, Young for Convention. I started, a crowdfunding camp, a company started picking up. I started getting more exposure. I, I started making a lot of money. A lot of good things were happening. And I had yet got back my girlfriend. And then fast forward to this past July, August, finally I had started getting uh, to talking to Samantha again. And and then a few months ago we had made the decision that we wanted to move to Orlando, Florida, because that's where that's where uh, Greg Rulette with ambitious.com was in our the studio for filming season two of Ambitious Adventures. It made sense for business to get the next season out. I fly everywhere every week anyway, so it's more remote. Um, it just made sense. And I always said the day that I'd moved down to, or not moved down, but went to get, pick up Samantha, like I loved it there. And now, <laughs> looking back at all this, I'm, I'm going to, to Thanksgiving with Samantha now. I'll be there in an hour. Um, to spend time with her and her family. I just saw my dad this morning. My family. And on Saturday we make our trip down. And we're going to Orlando, Florida. We'll have a place together. And we're going to where I first got her. And it's probably one of the happiest times of my life. Business as well. I love my family. And I love my girlfriend. And I'm, I'm enjoying life with her. And we are having the dream life. So... What the takeaway for all this is being thankful. If you, if you look in my journey and let's, let's kind of go back on all of it. I did things that scared me, which was good. But then I worked nonstop and I didn't think about anybody around me. But all I thought about was my success and my money. And it didn't work good. I lost track of my friends and family, loved ones. And then I had a friend that I lost. That made me think about what's this life for. And then I met Samantha. And I got back in the grind mode again. Working nonstop, And lost focus on her. And then I lost her. I lost the thing that was most important. After all that grind. The day that I got everything that I thought I wanted. Artistic to market. I got the fame. I had success. I had all that. It was a day that the girl I love. I had to move out of my own place. And that was my first night sleeping alone for a long time and I sat there and cried in bed and I'm like, what the fuck am I doing? And then I kept going and that's why I say always got to keep going. Don't ever give up. Just keep going. And I got to the point um, where I got her back. And now I am taking my beautiful girlfriend down to Florida. We're getting in a nice place, downtown Orlando. And We're filming for a TV show. I got companies that are blowing up or making good money. I'm spending time with my family I'm paying attention to them and I'm doing things in all areas of my life So for you, it's not just a success. It's not just some money It's being thankful for the little things. It's being thankful for having a roof over your head. It's being thankful for having Dinner, having something to eat. It's being thankful for having the childhood you did with your family that created you into the person you are today. It's being thankful for your loved ones. It's being thankful for your boyfriend, your girlfriend, your husband, your wife. Appreciate them because they're the ones that are there for you. The money's gone; they're there for you. Then a the day, it doesn't matter if you have a fucking billion dollars. You need to be happy with your situation, and you need to have people that love you. And you can love back. Those are the things that mean the most. And that's what I found out. And I took a long time to get to that point. So be thankful for what you have. Don't keep talking about the things that you don't have. Talk about the things you have. And when you start to appreciate what you have, you start to become more successful in all areas of your life. Be thankful for everything you have, the life you have, the loved ones you have, the simple things, the things that don't cost a dime. Be thankful for that. And and right now, this Thanksgiving, tell people you love them. Tell your family you love them. Tell everyone. If you are fighting with somebody, you have something going on, or some kind of reason why you're not talking to somebody, call them up and say you're sorry. Don't let your pride get to you. Say you're sorry. Say you love them and why you appreciate them. Let them know. It'll make you feel good. It'll make them feel good. It'll make you happier. And take the time to be with your family. Get off your phone. Get off your computer. And and just be there. Heck, maybe watch some TV. Watch some TV with them. Watch a Christmas story. Do something that creates a memory you'll always remember and you have for the rest of your life. So I'm thankful. What I'm thankful for is I'm thankful for the life that I've given, uh, the failures and mistakes that have happened in my life. I'm thankful for the disadvantages I've been giving and the advantages which both have allowed me to become more successful. I'm thankful for my mother, and my father, for my brother, and my sister, my brother and sister-in-law. I'm thankful for everybody that's come in my life, my friends, my team. Thankful for everybody on my team, all my teams. I'm thankful for everybody that's coming in my life. I'm thankful for the, the ability to do the things that I do and the willpower. I'm thankful for Napoleon Hill creating the book Think and Go Rich and for the mindset he's given me to be able to conquer anything I want in my life and to get my girlfriend back. I'm thankful for my love, Samantha Rosine. I'm thankful for her in my life to influence me to become the most successful person and to drive me to make me the best person I can be and to be able to have my best friend in my life and to share it with. I'm thankful for being able to live the life where I'm going to be in Florida, be in Iowa, be across the country, work, make a lot of money, but do the things that I love and helping others and helping others make money and living the life that I could have not even dreamed of. And I'm thankful for that. So take the time to be thankful. Write it down. What are you thankful for? Again. I'm thankful for you. All of you listening, I appreciate you. You drive me to go more. Reach out to me. Seriously, reach out to me. If you love this show, if you love what I'm giving you, just send me a Snapchat. BT Adams 18. BT Adams 18. Add me on Snapchat. Send me a Snapchat. Send me a video. Send me 10 videos. I will respond. I promise you, I do to everyone. Let's connect. And let's stay connected. Let's help each other. Let's, let's grow together. Let's build an empire together. So that is for, that's it for today's show. Be thankful. Happy Thanksgiving. And it is time to go out there, create something great and become unforgettable because life is too short not to. I'm Brendan T. Adams. Have a great day, everyone.